The Come Up TV. I'm in here with your man's Clay Johnson, Arizona legend. How you doing, bro? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing amazing. It's uh, nice to have you in here in the middle of the day. Starting to get a little bit uh, more consistent with the BMX podcast again. We did the Ethan Courier and Denim Cox one last week. And it's good to have you back in here. We're going to find out about a uh, you know sort of underground street legend out there. <laughs> hey, I'm happy to be here, man. <laughs> All right. So are you you're from Arizona or where exactly did you grow up? Uh, yeah, Phoenix. Born and raised. Born and raised. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about uh, growing up. What was your, uh, your upbringing like? Uh, it was straight. Me and mom's. You know, no dad. Nah, pops was out. Where was he? He was in the military. Ah. And then once he fucking, I went to see him when I was like in seventh or eighth grade for okay. the summer. So he was always around. You know what I'm saying? But we didn't. Him and my mom weren't together. Right. And went to stay with him a couple times, but he's just like a normal fucking military dude, kind of really strict, clean cut. Like straight as an arrow type person. See, that's the opposite kind of guy that I thought you were gonna go with. I thought you were gonna go with like potentially doing drugs, fucking tons of women. No, he was the opposite. He was just boring as hell. Yeah, he's fucking whack. I don't oh. fuck with him. Wow, but, really? Okay. Yeah. We unfortunately had the same exact name, so really the same always, exact name. Yeah. So you'll always be Googled in the same sentence. Yeah. That's it's harsh. Fun. Yeah, I figured out how hard your name is to Google earlier when I typed in Clay Johnson without the BMX. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of other guys. Yeah, a bunch of old white dudes and shit. <laughs> Mostly country singers and stuff, I'm pretty sure, yeah. All right, so what about your mom? Like, how was uh, her parenting skills? You guys have a really tight bond? Yeah, she was, she was shit, you know? She held it down. She but, had to play both roles. Uh-huh. So she was kind of crazy when it came to, like, discipline, you know what I mean? But right. I think it helped me out for the best. Well, you got to discipline the shit out of your kids, right? Yeah, especially as a boy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, trying to raise me, wilding out. But were you wilding out? Were you running around doing crazy shit? At one point, yeah. <laughs> Getting in trouble and shit, like... Basically, before I started riding, okay. I played a lot of football, and then on the off season, there's nothing to do. You got all that aggression. You're used to beating the shit out of people. Yeah. Now you got to figure out something else to do with we it. Just try to beat up kids, and <laughs> he wouldn't. Like this one time, we tried to beat up this kid in our neighborhood, and he didn't come outside, so we just threw rocks at his house and shit. And broad daylight, and the cops came, and yeah. And so, you got in trouble for that? Yeah, definitely. Arrested and shit? No, nah, I was too young to arrest me, but Holy had to God. go to court, go to community service, pay a fine. Oh, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I was definitely dealing with a lot of weird shit like that. When I think about it now, it's like you have to figure out as a little kid that you can't just commit crimes in broad daylight in the <laughs> yeah. middle of the day. <laughs> yeah, That's it's, a hard lesson for any kid to learn. Yeah, man, if you don't have any hobbies, you're going to do some crazy shit. So. Right. You have any hobbies before you got into BMX besides football? That's it. Video yeah. games, normal shit, you know what I mean? Right. So then how did uh, BMX become a part of your life? How did you get exposed to it? Basically, when I was really young, I had a bike like every kid, and I would jump the speed bumps in the apartment. Right. And then... uh I broke the crank arm off the bike and never rode it again. But you had three pieces at that point, or you broke the one piece? I think it was like a cheap three-piece. It was like a little bike, so it was like real shitty parts. Right. And then uh, I got a mountain bike and kept jumping it and breaking it, and then my mom was like, you're too big for BMX. Right. So I didn't ride for a long time. And then one of her boyfriends came back with a dyno VFR. Really? Hooked me up, and... Started riding again. So what he was trying to do a good look for for his girl by giving the kid a, a bike. Pretty much, and it worked. Yeah. Did she worked. last with him for a while or no? They were together for a while, but he was grimy dude too. So <laughs> he uh, doing some other shit. Hey, Arizona man, fucking a lot of grimy people out there. True or false? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Slept so, on. So your early days of riding were what? Just like cruising around the neighborhood, or were you going to skate parks or trails or anything like that? Uh, there were no skate parks, so mm-hmm. I would ride around this like shopping center. Just jump off the curb cuts, speed bumps, loading dock shit. And all the homies, they raced in the neighborhood, so mm-hmm. they had dirt jumps. But I couldn't dirt jump, so I would go and eat shit and, like, 
try and jump. You try it, but it just genuinely did yeah, not work. I couldn't get the rhythm down, like <laughs> pumping and all that. I was yeah. just used to jumping off shit to flat. So right. when it came to dirt jumping, it was just not something but, I could do. But you had like the strong local neighborhood scene, like just literally the people who are around your house. There were just people riding and stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of us. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. Like that was how I grew up riding too. It wasn't any sort of like real BMX scene. It was just the dudes around the neighborhood riding around. Yeah. And it's weird for me to think about that now that like most kids find their crew BMX wise at the skate park or some shit. But for yeah. me, it was just a bunch of hoodlums in the neighborhood. It was actually like the bad kids. Like, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Hopefully it still is to this day. That's what BMX is all about. That's what it used to be. I don't know. Now it's go to the skate park and right. learn tricks. It used to be more of like hanging out and like kicking it. Yeah. And you go ride, you go different places. Older dudes would show you a lot of crazy shit. Right. Teach yeah. you how to do some crazy shit. But yeah, BMX is all about like nineteen to like twenty one year old dudes like horribly corrupting fourteen and fifteen year olds yeah. by just having them around. <laughs> Definitely. That's what happened to me, man. Definitely yeah, happened me, to me too. At a young age, like people when people are like, why are you so fucked up in the head about girls or whatever? I'm like, man, you should have seen these dudes I was hanging out with when I was like 14. I learned <laughs> I learned everything wrong, all the wrong mentalities yeah. you could possibly have. So, like, how did you um, start to, like, get more and more interested in BMX? Did you just sort of, like, immediately take to it, just riding around the neighborhood? Yeah, and again, like, football had off-season, mm-hmm. and the off-season was longer than the on-season. So right. I would just be riding longer and longer, and then uh, still playing football, like, to junior high and I got to high school I went to fucking try out for football or whatever and as I'm like playing or practicing running laps around the school I see all my homies like jumping some fucking bonsai hill jump thing right and I'm running laps like looking at them I'm like why the fuck am I doing this <laughs> like I, actually the worst thing in the world yeah. like, especially when you're in junior high like now I could see like the exercise benefit of running and working out but mm-hmm. when I was 13 I was like Hell no. Fuck that. And this is the worst thing ever. There was some dude who was like hella into football and he was like yelling at us. He's like same grade, same everything, but he's like, why the fuck you walking? This ain't, we don't walk in this team. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm out of here, yo. <laughs> yeah. The next day, never came back. Told my moms, I quit. She was pissed. Wait, did you have NBA dreams or, or, excuse me, NFL dreams? I'm showing my ignorance right there. <laughs> I did at one point, but then I realized like this shit ain't going to happen. Like I was right. good and everything, but my heart wasn't all the way there to like, yeah. I'm gonna dedicate my life to fucking working out and yeah, trying to be better than everybody. Like else. what you're describing there with the guy screaming at you, like you can't walk, blah blah blah. It's like that's totally just a culture of like being tough as fuck, yeah. and it's like it appeals to certain people. It yeah. just does not appeal to the average BMX dude, yeah. I think. And it only, I think, well, because the off season is the only reason why I started getting more into riding. So right. once it came back to football, I'm like, I'm not even there anymore. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I'm wanna ride and shit. Right. So I just quit and started riding like after school every day. And so what was riding like for those first few years? Just always riding the street or were you ever, did you get into like filming or like the actual BMX world at any point? Uh, there was no filming. We didn't have no cameras. Right. We uh, rode street mostly and the homies dirt jumped and we would like go to the, there was one skate park that didn't let bikes in. But if you go early in the morning, you could ride it. Right. But it was basically like uh, more like bowl to bowl jumping. Mm-hmm. So no like ledges the ledges sucked so right just learn how to jump and shit it was tight but back then the like skate parks like young kids don't realize that the skate parks didn't really have jack shit when it came to rails or ledges like you would never get to ride like a nice little five seven stay rail at a skate Dude, park never. that didn't that didn't exist until nothing. the past few years yeah like kids now <laughs> they got it made yeah the skate park they go to that 10 stair rail and they've been riding that fucking foot and a half tall 10 stair rail at the skate park <laughs> all these years they're ready yeah you can see it in all the footage now kids mm. are fucking crazy good yeah so were you at this point, like at what point did you get interested in like magazines and videos and all that shit that was going on? 
Uh, probably like the same time. Okay. Because my homie had a props. It was the first video I ever seen with the props. You remember which one? I do not remember which one. I remember fucking Barspiniak was in it, like Todd okay. Walkwiak. Well, that sounds pretty. How old are you? I'm 32. Just turned oh, okay. 32 same uh, here. on the 10th. That's interesting. I think mine was uh, 32, which was like Ralph Sinisi interviewing Jamie Beswick. Damn. That was pretty funny. Yeah. It's a, it a good one. When I, I think about it now, that. it seems very strange, but they, you know, there's a Jamie Bestwick profile in it. And I remember like my reaction to, to watching that was just like, why isn't there any street in this? Like, yeah, I can't up. really get that into it. And then it was like the animal video or, or actually don't quit your day job for me. was like yeah. when I was like, fuck a whole video, basically of street. This is amazing. Yeah. What did you, do you remember what you like first deep, uh, like were led to in terms of the media? What do you mean? Like, after that props issue or whatever, like, you start to find videos that you were, like, excited about and stuff? Oh, no, nah, not really, because that still was, like, so long ago. Right. And I didn't even know how to get a props, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I never even thought that deep into it. And then uh, every other video back then was dirt jumping. Right. There was, like, some video called Nachos, some dirt jumping Yeah, that was a huge one at the shit. time, yeah. And I think the first, well, the first street video was on the download. Oh, there you go. Hell I watched yeah. that shit every day. All day long. And I'm going to assume you probably grew up listening to rap and stuff mostly. Yeah, so you're watching that video and you're like, what the fuck <laughs> is this music? Yeah, yo, and then my mom will walk in. She's like, what the? F this right. is some cult shit. And like, she's right. She's right to be worried about that because it was fucking weird. Like, what weird is shit. this music? Els. Els is the dude. Oh, man. Imagine an interview with him. I don't know. That'd be crazy. I wonder if he's like right in the head still. But I don't know. So did it occur to you that On the Down Low was like going on around you? Yeah, I knew it was from Arizona. That's okay. what made me only want to watch it. Cause right. Like, those obviously became the people I looked up to. Right. And then I seen there was a, a ad and ride for on the download. Mm -hmm. It had like sequences, a rat boy doing a feeble 180 bar. Yes. Yep. He was 16. I'm mm. like, holy fuck, I can't even bar spin or 180. Yeah. And like this kid lives here. So he was always a dude like, that we wanted to see. Right. And like meet up with. But it never happened until years later. Oh, so you didn't see him when he was still like the original rat boy? Nah, I seen him like. After the whole Echo thing. Okay. Uh, so what, like early 2000s or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Okay, interesting. So when you finally got to meet Rat Boy, how was that for you? People would kill us if I didn't actually get some Rat Boy inside here. It was the shit. He fucked he with us. He was cool. Yeah, really? like at this point, we already had like edits and shit out and videos. Uh-huh. And uh, there was a contest called Phoenix Massacre that happened. And like our crew, it was a group of homies. We called ourselves like True City Killers. Oh, Each team had to have a okay. name. Yeah, yeah. And we won it. And there was like a premiere party and a jam at the skate park or at this bike shop, Core. And, and he, he was there, yeah, because right. that's his local shop. And he was just, like, giving us props and shit, like, I fuck with you guys. Like, I like the way you guys ride. I'm like, yo, we grew up watching you and Gons and Smoker ride. Did so. he seem, like, surprised that you said that? Or you think he was a little nah, used to that by I that point? I think he probably knew. <laughs> yeah, he, he knew he was an OG. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he knew who he was. It's funny, though, because Rabboy was so hated on at that time because it was so cool to be, like, pegless, doing, yeah. like, whip-out airs and everything. And then Rabboy comes through, like, the complete opposite of anything anybody else was into. He was... Modern day street now, like yeah. back then. Like he set the trucks. template for like Chad Curley, you know, yeah. like by just doing all these crazy ledge lines and all this stuff on wedges and shit. Like yeah. he predicted what BMX was going to turn into at some point. I think that too. Like he, people did hate on him because his bike was all fucked up. Like his seat was hella high. It's like, hard to, to make it with a red Echo sweatsuit too, you know, especially in that age. Even now, up. it would be tough to rep with that red yeah. Echo suit. What's that? Echoed out. Even Gons was on Echo for a minute. It was pretty was, funny. But he never looked quite as yeah, thugged yeah. out as Rap Boy. Uh, did you, during your brief interaction with him, did you notice him being weird at all or being kind of an asshole? Nah, he, he was didn't drunk. seem like he was strung out. Oh, he's drunk. Yeah. Right, yeah. He's drunk and. But he was, you know, holding it together. He was just drunk. Well, it was all good. Like, he well, he's in Arizona. You got to be drunk. That's true. It's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> There's nothing to do but get drunk or high or whatever. But uh, yeah. he uh, he was straight. You know what I mean? He wasn't a dick. And 
you're a huge Gons fans too, though. Yes. You know about Gons from on the download. That was when you first found out yeah. about this crazy well, Arizona no. dude. I had a, a ride, and he was in, at the X Games mm-hmm. doing like a fucking like a one footed frame grab to Fakey or some shit. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. And I would just stare at that picture, like <laughs> the bike and everything, and right. just like I knew he was from here or from Arizona, and so I knew who he was, and then I saw it on the download and like put it together, like oh shit, that's the same dude. Yeah. And it was just like. I got fucking. I never met him while he rode. I met him when he was like the crazy fucking guy. That's where he's at now. Is that he's just kind of like a crazy guy that you see around from time to time? I don't ever see him. My boy Robbie put me onto his Facebook, so ah, he has a Facebook. Oh, I did not know. And that. he posts a lot of crazy videos. Wow. So he's That's out cool. there still. I need to know more about that. I'm gonna have to figure that out later. <laughs> um, so, so was there anything outside of Arizona? Like after on the download, I'm assuming you were like crazy into the animal videos yeah, and everything yeah. too. Yeah. It was uh first. Um, video I think I remember watching that was not Arizona was Standard Country oh wow that's a good one and Rat Boy crossover yeah. oh wait was he in there by then no nah, he wasn't no, in there you're right, but yeah. Lucky Lucky's like one of my all time favorites true true I would watch his part over and over to the point where I memorized the song yeah. that he wrote to but what song was it fuck I can't remember the name <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, I don't but. think I ever knew the name but if you played that damn song I could rap that whole shit start to finish yeah but it was a fuck. dope song I haven't watched Standard Country in so goddamn long it's kind of shameful yeah but I was on that and then I was on on the download I mean uh, neighborhood superheroes. Oh, that was a good heavy. one too. Pre-animal, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which another crazy heavy. lucky section, but also yeah. the butcher section was fire as fuck, and, and the Will Tobin. Yeah, that's my, one of my fucking favorite writers. Will Tobin. I met him briefly at Union <laughs> Square before it was tight. And you know what's he, funny? What? Uh, the first time we went to New York, I think you actually hit me up the first time we went to New York. You just started to come up. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was like, okay. You yeah, just yeah, yeah, started yeah. it. Like sent out the things like on MySpace and shit. Yeah. But uh, I hit a Will Tobin just like I'm gonna see if I can meet him. I hit him up. He was like. I just like, yo, I ride from Arizona. You're one of my favorite riders, blah, blah, blah. I fuck with your music, all that. And he's like, oh, yo, I'm down to meet up. I fucking blow my knee out at the banks the day before. Oh. Can't even walk or ride. So my boy Robbie and Zuka go to Union Square and meet Will Tobin. Really? Like I set up, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't even get to go. Oh, that fucking, sucks. I was pissed. Well, you were like laid up in bed or you in the hospital? I was just in the crib chilling with the homie. Like, Damn. See, the, the one time that I seen him and actually like really got to ride with him was at Union Square. Or I don't think he was riding, but Joey Cobbs was in town for some volume shit and he gave Will like a frame of fork. But then I do not believe you ever actually saw Will riding that frame of fork. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he never got coverage on it, but it was a, you know maybe like the last ditch effort there. Yeah. So, um, all right. So then the animal videos hit and everything. Was that just like the huge, like, oh, this is, this is it. It was, it was like watching people ride how we already rode. Right. Cause we all grew up riding street. Well, all the homies with dirt jump pretty much stopped. Right. We all rode street. We all had four pegs, no brakes or two pegs, no brakes. It was a crazy time. Cause I felt like there was a lot of scenes that were sort of gravitating towards that. And then animal came out and sort of just expressed it perfectly. Yeah, like, 100%. And, and especially at Edwin just making everything look so fucking good. That <laughs> it was like, fucking... no matter what you just were like, Oh, this is how good this type of riding could look. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cause I watched Arizona, like, on the download dudes they're sketchy as fuck yeah true and it was like whatever they still sent it it was dope but then you saw fucking first part first clips was added i'm like holy shit look they just always compared to aiken because he had the front end down every time he would spin and shit and i was like yes like he just made it look so much better than anybody else had at that point that's true that's crazy so i hear i remember something he said like he learned how to three from watching the gons really gons had dope ass hop threes yeah and ed was like I watched him and learned him because you know how he went on trips and shit with them. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, 
but just goes back to Arizona. I like to claim, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That was the fucked f- with them heavy. Well, know? Edwin's whole influence comes from Rat Boy and Gons. And yeah. Edwin, like, he went on that one, uh, the Sombra tour. Right, the Sombra trip, which I fully bought just to see what Edwin was up to. Yeah. Like, that was such an early era of him where he was doing all kinds of weird tech shit, like XF rides and yeah. fucking kickflips that he stopped doing soon after. Yeah. Because everyone started doing it. Yeah, and he was just over it. And that made him even cooler to be like, wow, you were so good at those tricks and you don't even give a fuck. Yeah, it was crazy, man. That whole video, we watched it once, rewound it, watched it again, mm-hmm. and then we just went riding our asses off. Like, yep. this shit is crazy. As soon as you mentioned MySpace, it reminded me of that you you had, like, good quality, like, photos on your MySpace and shit, yeah. right? Because there was a bunch of different dudes that kind of stand out to me that had, like, like Boy was a dude who just yeah. had some ill photos yeah, on his MySpace yeah. and nobody had, like, professionally shot photos mm-hmm. on there. So who was taking those? Or like, how'd you first start flexing on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> it was a homie. Uh, his name is Ben Burkett. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was an older cat who rode, like one of the crews they used to follow around and shit. Like mm-hmm. he was the same era as Gons and all them, just their own little squad. Right. And uh, he just started shooting, and then he was just like basically like test shooting on me, just like, yo, you want to do something? I'll shoot it. And I'm like, all right. And he had a flash and shit, yeah. and it was like dope as fuck. I never even had a photo like that. You know what I mean? It was always right. a disposable camera, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn, let me put these on the internet. That's basically how I got involved with Peg Leg was from those two, I had two dope photos and mm-hmm. like, I sent them, well, that's not how I got involved, but that helped, you know what I'm saying? There's like, like MySpace networking, people starting to like notice you're riding through that yeah, kind of and shit. Yeah. And it's like, I heard a fucking uh, a edit, uh, Devin edit, and uh, his brother was rapping or whatever, and like, <laughs> I emailed him and I'm like, yo, the song's dope, writing's dope. He's like, oh, do you ride, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, let me see something. And I sent him two photos I had that were like professional or whatever. Right. And he's like, damn, that's sick, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, from there it went on. Right. It's crazy because that was kind of the era that was like pre-online video, but like online photography still made yeah. sense. Because back then, like you could, it was harder to get a video online. The quality, like, you know, putting VX footage online is like, it's not as easy as with H- HD shit and everything. But that's, that's, that's funny to think that that was like a whole era of being able to stand out with a dope MySpace default. It's crazy. <laughs> everyone has shitty pics, you know what I mean? So were, you, like, were you always uh, filming already at that point when you started like shooting photos and stuff? Nah, not even yet then. Like, cause okay. none of us had, well, we actually had like one chip cameras. Uh-huh. We'd film, but do nothing with it you know what right, I mean? like yeah. we would just watch it and then same i would watch it like on the camera yeah. and never like quite figure yeah. out how to put it on something <laughs> or we put it like plug it into the tv right and we just watch it chilling and like that was pretty much it yep and then we uh we started filming again like before the peg leg shit like every sunday we'd make an edit because we'd all sunday's the day you know what i'm saying we all go out so you guys were doing like a webisode basically at the day yeah. by just going out for the day it was sunday edit it was just like wherever we filmed that day we'd fucking put it out hell yeah and were you putting it online yet or no? I put it on Putt File, I think. But, oh, but yeah, that's yeah, just okay. long gone. Yeah. Like, I don't even know about YouTube yet. So your your online footprint's all fucked up because it's like Miraco interview doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, like it's all, gone. <laughs> all this shit gets gone so fast. Yeah. Mirac- oh yeah. That shit was long gone. Like, yeah. It was weird. So uh so you started doing those kind of edits and then like where'd your filming life go from there? Uh pretty much. At some point, somebody figured out how to get a real camera. Yeah, Robbie, my boy, got the GL2, which he still has forever. Like, that right. camera's holding on. So, Robbie's been a dude that you've been riding with since very, very early on. Yeah, like since the day one, pretty much. Oh, really? Since okay. like high school days, him and Zuka. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, oh, and Zuka too. All right, that's mm-hmm. crazy. So that was your your original crew. Yeah. Well, there's a lot more of us too, like the homie Jason, but he got hurt, and then. But those are the dudes that I yeah. still know of because they're yeah, still yeah. actually riding Definitely. shit. Yeah, those two are the ones you know. So what? You guys just got a camera and started working on projects and shit. Yeah, basically, Pegleg was our reason to film. Right. Okay. And then, uh, I don't know, we just started filming our own shit, and then uh, 
I don't know. We kind of stopped filming for a while because if there was no peg leg project, we would just ride and then like no one wanted to carry the heavy ass bag around and then right. pretty much stopped filming for a long time. But we still rode, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we just had nothing to film for. Right. But I don't know. It was really weird like that we filmed a long time and then just stopped because like, we didn't really give a fuck, you know what I mean? Like, right. And we had no reason. But you to. guys probably were you not like confident enough to like edit your own projects at that point? So you sort of. Nah, I don't think we even thought about it, you know what I mean? Right. We, we were just riding, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like. Let's film our shit and put it out. Now it seems reason. so obvious to kids that it's like if you're gonna do a good trick and you have a phone in your pocket, you might as well film it yeah, and yeah. get it just in case or whatever. But yeah, at the time, it didn't seem nearly yeah. as obvious. The yeah. game was different back then. Like you right. didn't have to put out edits, or not even that you have to now. But like, right. I don't know. We just never thought about it. Obviously, there's people doing web videos back then, mm-hmm. but like we just were like in it to fucking do it and have fun and you know. Yeah, and it was also like if you guys. There, there weren't as many web videos, so it's kind of like if you're going to film some dope clips, you basically had to be filming for a full-length project. Otherwise, what are you really going to do with this banger footage, yeah. you know? And we didn't know how to put that shit online. Right. Like, no, the fucking movie player or whatever that used <laughs> to be online, like before YouTube and shit. Like, we didn't know how to do that. Yeah. Like, the coding. So, we just would film or send our tapes to Devin, let him do his thing, and, like, that was it. We yeah. chilled. What, of, uh, what about after that? Like, how did it keep going? Everything keep progressing? Uh, Basically, after... A peg leg edit. Devin came to Phoenix, filmed us for like a good week. Right. Just for that straight edit and uh, me, Robbie Zuka's edit. And after that, fucking Nigel hit me up on oh, Facebook. Okay, so here we go. This is how the miracle thing happens. Yeah. Because yeah, it's very, very hard for some people to. I remember even at that time, people were like, why the fuck is Clay on Miracle? This is a strange <laughs> fit. You yeah, know? Everyone said that shit too. Yeah. But it was pretty funny. Like he sent me a Facebook message. I thought it was a joke. Did like, you actually know Nigel? Or you just saw your shit online. I met him in New York before, but oh, okay. he's just like he meets any random dude at the banks. You know what I mean? Right. So it was nothing like special. You know what I'm saying? It was just like passing, like saying what up. Right. But uh, he hit me up. He seen the edit and then sent me the message like, "Who do you, you write for? Anybody?" Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Nah." He's like, "You going to?" Uh, I forgot what he asked if I was going to, but then he asked if I was going to Interbike, and I'm like, uh-huh. "Yeah, I'll be at Interbike." He's like, "I'll be there too. I'm gonna holler at you." And <clears> met him there and like. That's pretty much how it happened. Right. He still fucks with you. I can see as the the shirt demonstrates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just good. did some crazy shit with them in Vegas. What kind of shit? Uh, we were at Agenda. They had a booth at Agenda, a Paradise booth. Oh, nice. And uh, they had a bunch of us riders just like ride through Agenda and like, really? take it over. Yeah. Damn, that's dope. It was pretty crazy. Could have been you and the the crew uh, rolling up on Pharrell at the MTV Awards or whatever. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> shit was crazy. That was too. a wild move. Yeah, well, R- Nigel wasn't actually there, but Ralphie was, and, like, all the other dudes who backed Paradise were there. Oh, hell. And, like, the team riders were actually there, like, Joe, fucking oh, nice. Demarcus, and Anthony, so. That's dope. Yeah. yeah, he does have a good crew going on. You see that new edit that they did? Yeah, they were playing it there. That shit was fire. Dude, they're fucking crazy. That was crazy. I, there's definitely, it was weird for me to see uh, Jerry, a.k.a. Launchpad, filming yeah. all, like, modern and HD, too. He's, like, yeah. got the camera on the, uh, I don't know what exactly he was filming with, but he's, like, riding forward on the skateboard and shit. I'm like, man, every time I ever seen Launchpad film back in the day, he was just sitting there with the VX. Mm-hmm. That was pretty crazy, yeah. It's funny. I asked Joe, I'm like, yo, who filmed this? He's like, some dude named Jerry. <laughs> I'm like, Jerry, Launchpad? He's like, I don't know. Some was I'm like some black dude, light skinned dude. He's like, yeah, that's I'm like with, yeah, the, Jerry. with the banger section in the scavenger DVD. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, that's crazy. Jerry's out there again. That's tight. That says a lot about how funny Edwin and them must have thought that Jerry was that they let him rock with the final section. And they had him on the cover. Yeah, that fucking Easy E get up. You know what I mean? And they got complaints. Like Animal got complaints from like West Coast bike shops that were like, you know, we're trying to be positive, and you guys are out here promoting gang banging with that cover because <laughs> <laughs> they they're looking at it just like, look at this gang banger. Who the fuck is this guy? 
Yo, they were funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, they had the yeah. funniest videos. Those are the, some of the best crew vibes was like early animal videos and stuff yeah. in the scavenger video, yeah. So, um, all right, you get put on Mirico. How, what, what, how does this process go? Uh, basically, you know, I met him at Interbike. We talked, exchanged numbers. Uh, I met the dudes, Lenny and uh, Mike Russell. Mm-hmm. They used to work for Mirico. Right. Met them there. They got my info. When I got home, basically told me, like, pick off this what you want, like off the website or whatever. Got a whole new bike. And chocolate frame. Yeah, you know, chocolate. That's what's up. Uh, <laughs> got their parts and shit. And it's pretty much it. Like, let it rock for a while. And, like, I got a, got another frame. I gave my old bike to Robbie. Wasn't even old. I was just like, right. I'm hooking the homie up. Gave him my shit. Got a new whip. And had to do, like, fucking videos I didn't really want to do. What, like little shitty web edit type things? Vital edits. Ah, okay. Fucking, you know, you know, I don't fuck. I don't like doing that shit. It was kind of whack. It was like just forced. doing any bullshit is uh, yeah. going to be tough to rationalize in Definitely. your head. Yeah, it was all forced. Right. Like, they Miracle didn't force me to do it, but they paid Vital. Right. Okay. To do that shit, so Vital had to you know run Miracle. You were shit. filming with Kyle Carlson? Never. Okay. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Never. The homie Ryan Ryan Galvin. He was oh, there. Yeah, actually. Ryan. Yeah, he was filming the Paradise thing actually. Oh Vegas. really? Yeah. Oh nice. But yeah, I'd fuck with him. He's a homie. Yeah, he was just cool. doing his job, but he's a homie for sure. That's dope. I'd have to film with him, and then, uh, I don't know, it just wasn't some shit I was really into, and then I'd act, they, like, put me on pro, but didn't pay me. Right. And then oh, they're really, like, uh, they were trying to do that to a bunch of people at the end, I Yeah, think. and they're like, all right, do all this stuff for us, but we're not going to do anything for you. Right. I'm like, yo, can I get a trip? Like, I asked them for a trip to Denver, which I ended up paying for, but it was, like, 190 bucks for a plane ticket, and they were like, oh, I don't know if we could do it. Right. I'm like, yo, you just put me on pro. You want me to do all this shit for you? I'm asking for a trip. BMX industry right there. That's yeah, the I mean, definitive BMX industry story. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like 190 bucks to this fucking company. Yeah. And like, I'm the only one on the team, like, actually, at the time, I think, putting out edits, like, trying to do my own thing outside right. of Vital. But they ended up paying for it. So I'm, you know, grateful for that shit. That was sick. If you, but, uh, dude, the old stories, like, I heard from Gutler about how Mirico actually worked in the sense that, like, him and everybody else that was like well-known pros at first were supposed to be getting like stupid amounts yeah, of money and they got it for a couple months and then it was just like a quarter of that a tenth <laughs> of that like they just knocked it down so because f- like they must have thought that they were going to be selling so many more bikes yeah. than they really sold yeah i heard they were leading complete bike seller for a while and then everyone started making completes oh yeah so was, like fit kind of had like the benefit of that too that if you were real early to the complete bike game you fucking killed it yeah. and then everybody else piled on and it just kind of Swamp the market. the market. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever actually meet Dave Mara? Nah, I wish I did. Damn, that's too bad. It was crazy because uh, he was in the, the car shit, you know, and like right. he had a uh, like a signing at I think a Saab dealer mm-hmm. in Arizona, and like I hit up everyone from the office like, Yo, Dave is in Arizona. Can we like meet? You know, make something where I can meet him? And they're like, Well, I don't know. If he calls the office, we'll mention it. Right. You know, I'm like, oh, what's the, odd of it, the odds of him yeah. calling the office and he doesn't even ride anymore? You know what I mean? Dave Mara. So it never happened. <laughs> but I did get a signature frame through them somehow. Oh, really? What yeah. was that called? The Clips. The Clips. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It could have been a signature. They didn't, like, say the Clay Johnson frame. But right. I basically designed it from the ground up. Colors, oh. geometry, everything. Hey, that's a good... At the end of the day, when you're 50, you can be like... Man, me and Dave Mira, we did business together. You know, just exaggerate <laughs> sure, you know. a little bit when you're at the bar or whatever. Just <laughs> no, you know. I still have the frame. It's cracked, but 
Hell yeah. I still have it at the crib, you know, chilling. What uh, what other video parts have like official video parts have you had? Like your first ones. What was the first one? First, like edit. Like first, like decent video part. Yeah. Uh, I think the Welcome to Blunted. Oh, edit. okay. So like super recently, kind of. No, that was like four years ago. Five, four years ago. Still seems recent to me. Yeah. <laughs> but that shit, me and Bobby filmed it, Canode. Nice. And put in work for that. It was pretty sick. What do you think of Canode? Hanging out with Canode. <laughs> fucking Canode. <laughs> 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 I love that dude, man. You know how he is. He's a weird one. He's a fucking, he's a weird, funny motherfucker, but. Yeah. You know. Uh, he doesn't film BMX anymore, I heard? Nah, yeah, he just doesn't film for Sabros anymore. Oh, okay, he still films somewhere, but yeah, he, he's, he's got doing like some s- shit for, uh, some shit called Lightworks. Oh, It's right, like yeah. the mediocre best shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, but, uh, but doesn't he have like a real job or something too? Yeah, he films some like crazy rich guy. What, just jerking off or what? <laughs> Probably, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, uh, I don't know what he does exactly. I think he's a real estate agent. I could be wrong though, but. Yeah, something like that, yeah. But he's killing it, he's doing his thing. How do, how'd up. the blunted thing come around? Uh, let me think. I know Canode and LaShawn had a little connection. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what Law saw of mine. Oh, it could be my Miracle. Actually, Welcome to Miracle edit is right. what LaShawn saw. That's what I wonder if all those vital videos are gone too. Probably, right? Well, Nate filmed that one. That shit's oh. on, uh, I think, Nate's Vimeo. Oh, okay. There it's you go. not great. It was just like us fucking putting something together hella quick. Right. Just out of, you know, excitement and shit. Yeah. But uh, he saw that. And then he hit up Cano, like, yo, I'll fuck with Clay, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Law moved to Arizona and basically was like, yo, I'll put you on, blah, blah, blah. You know, got to talking and shit happened. Right. So I put, you know, filmed the edit. That's so, dope. But, uh, what's, like, your friendship with LaShawn? Like, is that one of the main people you ride with in Arizona? Uh, when he lived there, yeah. He yeah. Just oh, moved he's here. out now. Yeah, yeah, I just forgot he moved. Yeah, but yeah we'd be out, like, he'd... Uh, it's basically a mission. If he's coming out, we're going to film. You know what I mean? He's a motivated guy, huh? Yeah, definitely. That's One of the mean. most motivated pros I've ever seen. Yeah. Especially in Arizona because people chill out there. Yeah? yeah? So describe the scene out there for the people who haven't really been there because, I mean, it's it's a, it's a weird place because it's close to L.A. You got that, like, six-hour drive. Mm-hmm. But it's just its own fucking style, its own attitude. The BMX scene is kind of unique out there. It's weird, for sure. (laughs) It's big, and, like, the city's spread out. Yeah. And, like, there's cliques all over the city. Oh, really? Okay. And, like, if you see a squad, you're going to ride together or whatever. Right. Mostly squads don't hit up each other to go ride as a collective. Right. So, like, I got my homies we ride with every Sunday or and during the week. But, like, I really can't tell you what everyone else does because I only fuck with my homies pretty much. So, like. There's, there's a good scene, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all love, everything's good, but it's pretty segregated. Do you go to, like, skate parks and that where you end up, like, mingling with people that you don't see otherwise? Nah, I fucking, I don't remember the last time I've been in a skate park. Really? Yeah. But are there, like, popping skate park scenes out there? I'm yeah, pretty definitely. Sure I've been to some Glendale, yeah, Glendale yeah. Park's popping. There's a whole little squad out there called Glendale Knights. They're doing their thing. Right. And then uh, Chandler Skate Park's on the complete other side of town. Right. And that shit's crazy. I'm sure you've probably been there. Yeah, yeah. It's like due tour X Games. When's the shit. last time that you sessioned the wedge? been a while actually yeah i love that place it was fun as fuck what's the best trick you ever did on the wedge a truck oh fly out truck yeah no like some weird truck like on the bank kind of like ride 270 hard to fucking explain but right that's where basically a truck that's where rap boy did his first hop truck he did everything even though uh biz claims that he did the first ever hop truck biz 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 claims it 
I'm not, in, not, I'm not it was in like a parking lot of jam or some shit. Like somebody oh, told him. I remember like, hearing that. I think they said they. I think it was in his interview. Yeah, they said definitely. they'd give him some money if he did the hop truck. And mm-hmm. but the, but Rat Boy, like I know this is probably a part that has a, a spot in your heart. Was his shook part? Fucking kidding me. Yeah. Everything about it. The song <laughs> we were bumping benefit. The song that he rides to. Yeah. That was shit that we would bump every day. And it was what like forty clips in forty eight hours or something. I don't remember. Something, something like twenty four, ridiculous forty number. clips, twenty four. I don't know, something wild. Right. And he fucking shut it down. Yeah. And that song, everything about it, because we were bumping that shit. And yeah. then, like, we see that part comes on and you hear the song, and we're all like, what the fuck? <laughs> Just rapping the song. Do you ever have a clip in Shook? Yeah. Really? I had uh, two clips in We Are Everywhere. Oh, yeah, there you the go. Section. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, Shook was its own fucking era. We're talking about like, like it kind of overlaps with like the MySpace era yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was the same era for yeah, sure. Yeah, totally. I love Shook too. That shit was tight. Shook was awesome. I think they kind of, the, the move I didn't like was when they tried to do the four songs for each section. So you yeah, could pick like the, the song. The, and that one dude wrote a Britney Spears song in one section. I was like, what the It fuck? was such a strange, like it was cool that they tried it, but in my opinion. It was just hard to work. Like, yeah. You'd be watching that video for six hours trying to watch every section. And there would be no riding audio because the songs were different on each mm-hmm. one or something, which I thought was very strange and like it's weird when there's four different songs so you can never really get into a vibe of like what that section yeah. is supposed to sound like exactly because it never like, had that straight feel yeah. like this is that part all of a sudden it's Britney Spears <laughs> yeah you gotta watch a section like 10 times with the same song in order to really like yeah. truly learn to love it and the before that was Shine yeah. Shine was a shit like yeah. the Vinnie Salmon interview was like every clip in the whole thing slowed down <laughs> that was such <laughs> that a strange slow- move yeah, with that yeah. Radiohead song yeah, yeah. 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 but Vinnie fucking that shit changed us too like we you know, just like I think that was before Animal. Right. Could have been before, but that shit like we'd watch that section over and over because it was right. just raw street and like something we were into. I just love the fact that Vinny was so down to go slow at shit. Like to, if they were gonna do like a huge rail feeble or some shit, that he'd just be creeping at it and just <laughs> hopping into it. And I was like, I don't know. I just it just stood out to me so much. Like wow, this guy's fucking killing it. He's crawling Dude. at shit sometimes. He was a beast too, man. Yeah. Shout out to Vinny. He's a man. Great era. Was there any other shine, uh, shine or shook parts that? We're forgetting that we're amazing. Like, even hey, shout out Carl Pointer. He had a solid section. He did. Brad Sims came through with God. the heat. His his was fire. His was a shit. Shout yeah. out to Brad. That's my homie too. Yeah, you like Brad? Fuck yeah, he stayed with me for a good week oh, in Phoenix. Really? Yeah. Nice. Hey, you're lucky you got rid of him after a week. Man. He's fucking <laughs> known to post yeah, up. Yeah, I know. He came down with the homie Dustin Art from Denver. Yeah. So they were on like a trip. But you guys are super good friends, right? Yeah, me and Dustin. Is that how you guys became friends or what? I actually met him in Albuquerque. Okay. Like at a random jam out there. Right. And we just hit it off like. Same age, kind of. I think he might be a year older than me, but yeah. ride the same kind of. You know what I mean? Like four. Yeah, go breakers. stay up in Denver and shit. Yeah, like three times I think. Yeah. So Denver's a shit. I love that. Man, he took insanely good care of us in like 2011. Oh the yeah. Denver Nugs thing. He's showing us new spots every day. Dude, he is like the epitome of fucking BMX. He used to have like wood in the back of his old truck like for <laughs> curbs or some shit. Yeah, yeah. He fucking spot hunts and he's the man. Dude. I'm still jealous of him when he did that crook over that pool on the foot oh flat rail. Yeah, I'm I was still with him. I was with him the day we found that. Me and him found that pool together. Right. And he was like, holy shit, dude. He always says that <laughs> shit. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, he was hella excited when he found it and he hit the crook. It was crazy. Oh my god! I want to if I could find that. I don't know if I would have the balls to really just like haul ass at the at the pool first try and try the crook. You know, he did his second try. He said, "Oh, he, but he didn't fall in the first nah. time." Okay, thank He's god. Fucking, it was crazy. That would be scary as fuck. Hell yeah, <laughs> fuck. That would suck. It ruin your whole day, man. Yeah. Who do you uh, like look at as kind of like the modern like faces of Arizona and the whole BMX world? Like dudes who are kind of like putting on for the scene and like are developing like a profile. People are paying attention to what they're doing and everything. Right now? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, 
Bowman, Eric Bowman's out there killing true, it. Very true. A lot of kids fuck with him. Mm-hmm. He's a wizard on the free coaster. Very true. And uh, Bobby's also well known. Right. And Chadwick, he's out there because you know the true. shadow thing. Well, you know Chadwick for forever, huh? Yeah, yeah. I fucking know him. He's the one who filmed me in the the Shook video. Well, he had dreads back then too, right? You know, he had long, like, <laughs> luscious, luscious fucking <laughs> Fabio hair back then. It's pretty yeah. funny. And now he's like, uh, looks like he's like the. Bassist in like an indie band or something. I don't know. Is that, is that a comparison he's to what Chadwick Weezer. looks like? I think he might be in Weezer. Weezer. He could definitely be in Weezer. Yeah. Well, he's the man. I yeah. fuck with Chadwick. It's true. Uh, I don't know. All the like big pros, like Sexton left. Uh, true, yeah. Badger moved on. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It, it's so weird that I really only fuck with my homies. Like, yeah. It's like, I mean, those those people are my homies, you know what I'm saying? But like Robbie and Zuka, right. Romy Riggs, Zan, like we just do our own thing and ride like what was it like for you uh, when you found out about zuka's uh, health condition and everything uh, it's been shit, years now. devastating dude it's crazy how is he now though like he's good and all he's cancer free right. he's going like he has some crazy grant that he gets to fly to dc every week really every they week? pay for it yeah every week they fly him out there clinical study type and they, shit or yeah, what? some treatment they're giving him that's really yeah so he's definitely killing it now he's like gaining weight still the same person like right positive like talk but, shit he's so still, he's like still trying to kind of get his health together even though the yeah. cancer's been gone for a while yeah. cause like the radio chemo fucks you up right like, something happened with his mouth right he couldn't eat like spicy food couldn't really eat anything yeah but now he's doing a lot better so shout out to him for fucking beating that shit it was crazy though like when you found out it was probably fuck, pretty dude. devastating yeah yeah First time I've cried in a long time. Yeah. yeah. I remember going to meet up with him and buy some weed many a couple of years ago. And, like, yeah, just, like, seeing him and realizing, like, fuck, this shit is real. Like, it, he's it actually not looking insane. too great right now. It it's like, crazy, man. Like, he can't ride or anything. Like, the sun fucks him up. He has really? to wear, like, long sleeves. And, like, he just doesn't have the strength to ride. So I, I remember still seeing clips of him riding even after he got that yeah, shit, right? Yeah, at his benefit jam. He yeah, got a yeah. fucking clip at his benefit jam. Which, I was like, wow. This yo, guy, he he's the strongest fucking man I ever met. Like, he don't want to stop. He's like, if you can get a fucking clip riding a cancer benefit jam with a <laughs> giant yourself. fucking <laughs> hole in your head, like, crazy. Dude, he's the man. Yeah. He so, definitely brought our crew, like, closer together. Okay, yeah. When he moved into our area. Moved into our neighborhood. Really? Yeah. Like, That's interesting. Kind of like put was the head, you know what I mean? Like the head on fucking Voltron or whatever the fuck yeah. that reference is. But yeah. Do you ever watch in? Voltron? I don't remember nah. who he was. I just know that I heard like RZA say that enough times. Like <laughs> yeah. we, we formed like Voltron yeah, yeah. and RZA was the head. I'm no, like, all right. So Wu-Tang's my shit. But like, yeah? Me hell too. yeah. Favorite but, uh, member? Ghostface. Hey, me too. I got Ghostface go. portrait on my arm. Really? That's and sick. I got Supreme clientele on top of Wu-Tang though. Wow. I will respect for that then. That's good. Ghostface is my fucking pops, man. Ghostface is fire. I would still I'll listen to Ghostface anyway. Cause I, I would definitely listen to Ghostface over any other member in terms of their yeah. solo output yeah, for sure. 100. Yeah. Like I fuck with them all, but Ghost is like my man's. And Ray, Ghost and Ray Kwan. Those yeah. two are like the shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say Ray is definitely the other one. Um Damn, that's crazy. So uh at this point in your life, like, how, what has kept you still interested in BMX and still kept you, like, on your bike, even though, you know, a lot of people, obviously, almost everybody that you grew up riding with has faded away from it. What still keeps you passionate? Oh, I don't know. I think it's just the respect that I get, like, the love that I've gotten from, like, Animal and Scavenger, like, that shit hyped me up right. when, I, like, Scavenger was around. Like, yeah. obviously, I'm older than the most people, but I still feel good, so I can still fucking ride. Mm-hmm. And, like... I don't know. It's still fun. I still love it. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, after the scavenger shit happened and uh, or ended, yeah. Benton, the homie Nick Benton, has always looked out for me. Right. He got me hooked up with Colt, oh, just, like, on the hookup up. shit. But yeah. another reason, like, motivates you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. People are still willing to fuck with you for what you do. Like, they like the way you ride your bike right. versus, like, trying to fit in. 
then like that's enough for me to keep me going. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to keep doing it. Yeah. So basically, the love and respect I've gotten keeps me like loving it. If you still feel good at the end of the day, it's like why stop? You know? Fucking, it's weird how good I feel still, but yeah, I still you know I'm old as fuck. It does hurt, but (laughs) for the most part, I feel fucking. You have bad injuries? I've gotten lucky. I've gotten like. Fucked up, twisted my knees. Never, I tore my PCL. That was the worst one. Okay, but that didn't require surgery. I broke in both kneecaps. What, just like sh- cracked them? Yeah. Really? Yeah, what was that fucked. from? Chain breaking. Hit my oh, fucking stem. Oh god. Anyone who knows me knows I'm notorious for breaking a fucking chain. Yeah. Okay. Just riding, like pedaling just hard. Just being a big motherfucker. Snap. What's your gear ratio? Twenty-three-eight right now. Oh, so you just really, really like the small cog then, huh? Yeah, but this was before twenty-three-eight. Oh, this okay. was like back in the day. Yeah. And uh, I don't think chains were refined back then. Like, right. I would snap the shit out of them. But I remember buying so many goddamn chains when I was a kid. Well, because it was before they had right side drive or left yeah, side drive. Exactly. You know, that Same was when shit it was really bad. Too. That's yeah. why I would break them. I have to grind and fuck it up and then go right. pedaling and not know it. Yeah. But uh, twisted my knees, rolled ankles real bad, broke my teeth twice. What, like knocked them all out? Just or? this for one tooth, like Ugh. broke it twice. Other than that, nothing like that put me out for like years or anything. Right. But. Damn, that's fucking crazy. I got pretty lucky, I would say. No surgeries. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, uh, it's crazy to think about like how much the game has changed for like, you know, me and you been riding for about 20 years each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, how do you feel having seen like all these massive changes in terms of how people take in BMX and what's considered cool on a bike and everything like that? Uh, You know, being fucking salty. I'm not salty, but being an old like head in the game, like yeah. saltier head. It's kind of hard at first. Then you're like, you realize like, yo, this is the same shit. Like when I was young and riding, right. all the OG like dirt jumper dudes are like, what the fuck exactly, are you guys yeah. doing? Or some guy with front brakes at the exactly. skate park going like, to nose pick or whatever. Yeah, so it was like the same exact thing. I thought about it. Like, I can't even fucking hate on these kids. Like, yeah. They're doing their thing just like I was doing my thing when I was their age. Right. It just changes. You know what I mean? I respect it. I still love it. I watch this shit all the time. Like, it's the, I think one of the craziest things is just seeing how like the the influential riders like the average age of like a popular pro rider seems like it's just plummeted Dude, it's fucking when we crazy. started it was totally normal for somebody to be like a pro rider in the mid late 20s mm-hmm. and now it just feels like that kind of keeps becoming less and less normal because the young kids are so fucking good it's insane it's you can't compete. ignore them yeah. you know what i mean you cannot ignore the kids that are young and yeah. killing it just because they're young they still deserve that and it's just like skateboarding they put kids on real young and skating yeah and they turn into fucking some big superstar pro. It's crazy, though, because I feel like older skateboarders sometimes kind of age better because of the fact that they are able to make a good amount of money so that they're, like, 35 and they're still, like, doing okay money-wise and they want to hold on to it so they actually go crazy with the skate stuff, whereas I feel like there's a certain point with a lot of BMX guys where they're like, fuck, am I really still jumping <laughs> off buildings for, like, $10,000 a year yeah, or whatever? Yeah. And it can be kind of hard for them to, like, stay motivated with it. I don't know. I know. I feel like it's exactly true. Like, yeah. It's definitely a different game, but it's also hard. Like, I don't know if I could be an actual paid pro rider, right? And still do that shit, like, cause you have to put in work nonstop. Right. Like, I get to chill, I can do whatever the fuck I want, pretty much. And like, you know, I'm all right, whatever. But yeah. like, being out there, having to do this shit, like, it's definitely not hard when you're older. Going on a road trip and just have to like do two or three crazy rail tricks yeah. every day or whatever is like, I like I just look at the young kids and I'm like, you guys are fucking superheroes yeah, to me like because of that you can do this stuff. That's why they're in their position because they're young and they're killing it and like, shout out to all the young kids killing it. Shit's tight. Yeah. Do you feel like you've, uh, are you tempted to be a salty old fuck or do you feel like you do a pretty good job of like maintaining the positive attitude towards shit and still seeing? Uh, 
I don't know. I talk a lot of shit all the time, though. But, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not hating. I just talk shit. I'll speak my opinion. It's right. pretty much it. Like, but, I, I res- you know, I respect any form of writing. So, yeah. like, I don't care if the kid's a plastic peg free coaster. Right. But I will say, like, yo, you do a mile-long ice pick. Only reason you did it is because you have plastic pegs. Well, there's a lot of truth to that, yeah. So It's not happening with metal peg like that. Like, but <laughs> that's the only thing. Though. Yeah. I no. mean, I still ride pla- metal pegs and cassettes, so. You ever, weren't tempted by the, the, co- the coaster thing, at least? Nah. No? Never. I don't Fair know. Much. Just the slack and all that shit. Like, yeah. I don't really go backwards. It's a different feeling. It's definitely, like, yeah, I have it, but I don't use it for anything. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm, I never really wanted to, like, 180 in front of a ledge and then do, like, a little grind going yeah, like, fake. It's just more like weird. new school tech shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not that tech, so. It's turned into, like, Flatland, totally. Like, yeah, when you watch 100. a lot of these guys, it's just become, like, a whole new level of Flatland trickery, basically. <laughs> They're crazy. Man. Who do you consider, like, your favorite modern-day riders, though? Whether they're older or whether they're a little younger, like, dudes that you look at and that you would get hyped as fuck to see a new video apart from Fuck. Uh, I think Andrew Castaneda kills it. True. Very true. Boy, obviously. Boy is still at it. Like oh a motherfucker. God, He's yeah. fucking good as fuck. And he always will edit to like a five-year-old OJ the Juice Dude, Man he song. He put me on an OJ Juice Man. <laughs> he did? Fuck yeah. Because yeah, that, uh, not like personally, but that fucking edit, his primo edit that to that yeah. OJ song. Yeah. I was like, yo, I'm bumping OJ after this. Juice Man, where you been? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, back from the day. <laughs> yeah. I'm back from the dead. I'm back from the dead. Oh, man. OJ. I could do like a 30-song OJ's classic mixtape if yo, I were to go through all his old tapes. Yo, fuck, it's already done for you. Just go on Dat Pip and download Ham Juice. Ham and Juice. Start to finish. Noted. I'm it on it. Shit, I'm that sounds you. like fire. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I fuck with Boy. Uh, uh, Timo kills it, you know. like True. I like fucking Leezy. Leezy's fucking Le- G. Yeah. I love his writing. It's a lot of good picks you got right there. Like, it's hard to even like. Did you see the whole BSD video? Yet? I haven't seen it. Yet. Ooh, Liam's parts fucked. Mike Taylor's parts fucked. Oh David Grant kills it. Uh, and that, but then like the last few seconds are like Chris Kyle, Reed Stark, Alex Donachi, oh, and it's Reed just Stark. like bang, bang, bang. Dude, Reed's is I so fucked. Reed too. Reed, Reed and David, it. those two are like two of my favorites too. Like, yeah, I love setup writers and. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how David is with setups. Yeah. Whenever we find a crazy ledge in Phoenix, we just straight send it to David. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Where's that at?" Do you uh, do you still like find time to like look for spots here yeah, and there? Or what? All the time. Okay. Like, tell me, weekend warrior right here. I mean, right. I work Monday through Friday, but weekends like. So you're drunk as shit Friday night, and you ever have a hard time getting up Saturday morning to go shred? Uh, no, I'm powerhouse. Yeah, <laughs> you make it through it. Yeah. yeah. I drink a lot of water and just fucking eat some shitty Mexican food and give me bounce right back. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. That's how it's done. It's you, hard in the summer because you sweat so fucking much. So you just sweat the booze out. After, like, the first hour, you're straight. But, yeah. like, the first hour is fucked, and then after that, you're like, all right. Are you ever, like, it's noon on a Saturday, and you're just like, there's no possible way that I could ride bikes in yeah. this fucking obliterating heat? Yeah, 100. Like, <laughs> I do it a lot because I'm used to it, but yeah. it's hard to get other people to come out and film. Like, yeah. you can't get no one to film in the summer, which yeah. I don't blame them. But, like, that's the part that sucks. Like, now I'm just trying to film shit. And then, like, no one's out. The homie Tammy won't come out because it's hot, which I don't blame him. Right. Robbie works in the sun, so he ain't going riding in the sun, yeah. which I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if you got a, do- a job outside, going riding outside yeah. on the weekend probably seems that a lot less appealing. Not <laughs> yeah. So we just go swimming or some shit. Swimming is the one. Swimming is like the anti-BMX. It is. If you <laughs> get a pool, It heals your body. It makes you feel good. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like total opposite. I hate riding in the fucking crazy heat because, like, you either wear jeans and you protect your legs, or you wear shorts and your legs are fully out there. Mm-hmm. It's more comfortable, but then you just you're gonna smash your fucking shit yeah. and kill yourself. It's definitely a different mode. You gotta like 
plan your shit out. Like, all right, which hat am I about to fuck up today? Yeah. I was about to get sweat rings all over that shit. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? It comes down from everything. You the whole hat just bleached. Just yeah. fucking. You basically have to have a part-time job to afford fitted hats. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> what about Tammy, though? He's still holding it down? Yeah, Tammy's out there killing it. Hell yeah. Well, not right now. It's summertime. He's chilling, drinking yeah. fucking beer and being lazy. <laughs> but I love Tammy. That's what's up. But yeah, he's out there still. That's dope. What uh, What's bumping your your iPod or I guess I've iTunes if you're fucking out riding these days. I've been fucking with Maxo Cream Heavy. Oh, there you go. Hell yeah. yeah. That's what's up. You guys put me on to that shit. right here in this seat as well. That. Yeah. I've seen that. The fucking Vegans part put me on to Maxo yeah, Cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that, that fucking shit song. That shit was tight. Yeah. And the whole, like, after that, all the... I just went, you know, listening to all his shit after that. Yeah. And then uh, Wretch and Dash. True, true. And Shot Hef, like, all of them. Wretch did a post saying that he was on TDE. I seen that on Instagram, but then too. I saw like a news thing that said that the T T D E CEO said it's not true, which is very. <laughs> he has a chain though. I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram. He's rocking the chain, talking shit. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what the fuck's going on there? Maybe he just got a little too excited and they didn't want to confirm it yet. I was like, what the They're fuck? Like, uh, you released this too early. Dude, if I got that wretch interview, that's gonna blow yeah, up. That'll be fire. Wretch is a fucking man. I wonder what the fuck he's waiting for to do an interview. No, it's not like he did with anybody else either. I don't think. I seen him and Dash do one when they were like real young. Yeah, and they were just talking shit like backstage somewhere but looking at them when they're really young is like looking at like little fucking cute creatures they're like <laughs> such little tiny versions of themselves yeah. now i'm like even no, though it's only been a couple of years motherfuckers ever. everybody in bmx is like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> yeah they don't know about that listen to rich and dash listen to uh slayer what did that show used to say back in the day listen to slayer i don't know i never seen it no it's good i'll stay away <laughs> from that um what else should we talk about before we wrap this up we're almost at the hour mark uh anything else you got going on in your life uh my girl Right. Just bought a crib. You bought one? Yeah. Nice. Fucking, you know, still riding, working, yeah. shit. Like, the blunted DVD, though. Right. Did you I didn't it? actually get to fucking watch the section. I was trying to refresh it. I mean, I remember seeing it at the, um, at the Interbike premiere. Yeah, that shit was crazy. But though. I was getting sucked off by some girls, so I didn't really get to pay that much <laughs> attention to it. <laughs> you saw that? Yeah. <laughs> you and Vicente fucking... Wow. Oh, okay. That was on Snapchat much later. Vicente showed up and got involved. Yeah, I remember I just looked over the side and I just saw Garrett Reynolds like lock eyes with me as this girl was just dropping to her knees. And, I, <laughs> and he was just like, and I was like, damn, I think I just made it. I think I just you officially snapped. Fucking most. <laughs> but uh, but um, let's talk about that section. Was it hard for you to fucking put in all the work necessary to make that happen? Uh, yeah, just as hard as any, you know what I mean? Like putting in work, fucking saving clips. Yeah. Getting hurt. Not like serious injuries, but I rolled my ankle real bad filming. That took me out for like, I wasn't back 100 until like a year right. after that. But I thought I was going to be done after that shit because I thought I was broken, which I wish it was because it would have healed a lot faster. Right. But that put me back for a while. And then once I got back on, it was like, all right, here we go. Like, then the deadline got set. And Phoenix is big, huge spots, but just like any DVD part, you have to travel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we had like a last minute trip to Denver. Got some shit there. Do you feel like that's the best like representation of like you as a rider, like that yes. you can look back on over the years and be like, yo, that was yeah. pretty much what I was doing. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, it's I good rode, to have that, you know, rode the way I like riding, oh, yeah. the street riding I like, and that, you know, song I fuck with. Yeah, everything about it was like. It may not be the best shit ever, but, like, to me, I fucking love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's what video part's all about, though, is just having that to kind of, like, mark that moment in time. Like, this is this yeah. is what I had going on at that moment. This is all the places I went everything like that. Yeah, definitely. It's the only full section I've ever had right. like, besides a web edit. Uh-huh. But, like, this, you know, you go in more for a DVD part. Yeah. Unless, like, now you film for a, basically a DVD part could be a web edit now. Yeah, you never really know. It could basically 
Yeah. Your best video part, if it came out online, people wouldn't really think twice about exactly. it. Like, why is that online? Exactly. That's what it used to always be. It used to be that way, but now it's yeah. like, That's I understand the game. Like, you have to put it out on the web. Mm. Fucking kids. Bastards. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, you got the house. Yes. Grown-ass man. Yes, 100%. You ever think man. that you might be done with the whole BMX thing, or you think you're just no. going to keep rocking with it? I can't see the end ever. You know right. Because I mean? at a certain point, it's like you're going to learn how to play golf, and that's going to be you, or what? Or are you going to just keep golf. trying to ride around a little bit? I just got too drunk playing golf, so <laughs> golf really? wasn't even important anymore. Because you just drink, you know what I'm saying? Right. The only part I wanted to do was drive the ball. Right. And I was like, I can't do this shit. It's like 30 bucks just to golf. You just want to blast it as far as you yeah. can? Yeah, I'm not trying to technically you can go like the, 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 the driving range. Driving that range, yeah. like, You can drink there and do it, but yeah, actual golf, I don't see myself ever doing that. That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. Me probably neither. be a gardener or some shit, I think. Gardener? Make some, grow my own food. Yeah. Is that what you're into? You're going full Joey Mata? Uh, no. <laughs> Joey Mata's fucking crazy. Yeah. I love Joey Mata. He probably has a garden or something. He has know. a fucking banana tree growing in the <laughs> middle of the desert. Like, he's on some other shit. Yeah. He kills it. But I don't know. I can't really say what I'll be into. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I know I'll ride as long as I can, so I physically can't. Right. And then, I don't know. Probably just be an old man, chilling. Yeah, yeah that sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Lamped up with my girl and my fucking... Dogs and kids, probably, you know? Case of beers. Bottle of Hennessy. A bottle of know. Hennessy sounds good. We're trying to get sponsored by Hennessy right now. It that could maybe sure. happen. We got a connection. I bet you do. <sighs> Fucking shout out to Paradise. They had a whole Hennessy bar for free when I was really? out there in Vegas. Yes. Wow. Okay. So it they did it big. Wild. That was that Magic? No, Agenda. Oh, it was Agenda. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. I saw two chains and TI there. Really? Pretty crazy. Yeah. Wow. I went, last time I went to Agenda, I saw Soldier Boy on a hoverboard. So Really? Yeah. It was, Damn. It was a very sign of the times. So he probably wouldn't be on a hoverboard like, now. threw something in front of him in a fall or something. Oh, no. How could I do that to the greatest of all time? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's no little B, but, you know. <laughs> they asked me that when I had this meeting with this record label today. They're like, what do you think of little B? I'm like, man, this is not a terribly topical question. <laughs> like, he came out like five or six years ago. You guys have quite a while to figure that out <laughs> on your own, but all right. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, who else you want to thank or uh, anything we should look forward to? Um, filming an animal edit. Oh, nice. Right now, which I would be done with if it wasn't the summertime in Phoenix. Right. But I'm about halfway done with that. Hell yeah. Just straight street, you know what I mean? You know how That's it is it. with animal and the way I ride. Yeah. So uh, that should be out, I don't know when, but soon, I think. Hell yeah. Uh, other than that, I'm just chilling, doing my thing, shooting photos with my homie Riggs all the time. Yeah. Just for the gram, pretty much. That's what's up. Uh, Oh, that's about it, you know. Any thanks? Yeah, I want to thank fucking you for having me here. Motherfucking Nick Benson for always holding me down. Shout out Nick. Sales guy extraordinaire. Yeah, man. He's a homie. He's held me down a lot. Uh, Nigel for pretty much starting everything for me. Ralphie. Devin. File. Uh, Same. <laughs> Zuka, Robbie, the whole Destruction crew, all my peoples back home. My girl for always holding it down. Knowing I'm out the town fucking riding. She's at home by herself. Trusting you that you're not at the, the whorehouse or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyone who's ever helped me out, shouted me out, fucking did anything for me. You know what I mean? Everybody. Uh, Hennessy, still reserved. Shout out to Hennessy. We're waiting for that check and the, the cases. I'm waiting for a case, too. You know? Imagine how fire that would be if we were sitting here doing the interview. And you're like, oh, you like Hennessy? Boom. Just with a jug on the table. Here we go. Shot, shot after interview. shot. Let's go. A whole different interview. With that. <laughs> Yeah, we probably didn't get the fully lit side of you. If we had you and LaShawn at night drinking oh Henny, God. we might need the part two for that one, yeah. That would be pretty crazy. Because LaShawn's trying to do his full interview, too, at some point. I figured so, that. Yeah. He's out here, so, you know. Yeah. Well, now he's out here. Yeah, we've got to make that happen. Definitely. When do you leave? Uh, Sunday. Sunday, and it's Friday. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it could happen. Hey, I'm here. 
Well, thank you very much, Clay. It was uh, dope getting to get you in here. It's always good to have a local street legend, uh, you know, out here representing. So appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Thank you. What's the Instagram? Clay Johnson AZ? No, it is Westside underscore legend. Right. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, I just asked that so I didn't have to look it up later. It's going to be on the screen. Follow no. Clay. Fuck with us. And uh, thank you very much for your time, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thanks.